Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Mary Jo Garasha. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hi, how are you? Good, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for including me on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yep, no problem at all. Well, let's get this show started. Tell us a little bit, like, what what do you actually do? Well, I'm a realtor with Berkshire Hathaway Tommy Rains here in East Lansing and having fun taking care of people all over Greater Lansing. That's awesome. Have you uh, always done real estate or did you do anything right before real estate? Well, I've always been in uh, sales since I've been 20 years old. Oh, nice. uh, I was in a direct I was in a direct sales company. Um, and back in 1997, was asked to take over a franchise in that business that brought us here from the Detroit area. Wow. Okay. When did you start in real estate? I've been in real estate since 06, January of 06. Nice. What, what made you change to doing real estate? What got you, what, what intrigued you going, I want to go do this? You know what? I've always wanted to do real estate as the years went on. And we have three children. And at the time when we moved out here to, uh, you know, to wet areas where we reside, the kids at that time were two, six and eight. And, um, you know, real estate, you know, you're at people goes back and call, you know, seven days a week and uh, things. So um, I waited until the company kind of made a, a realignment change and embraced the change the first year and realized that I wanted to take my experience in people, sales, and homes and just go in a different direction and, uh, and really loving it and kind of took off right from the start. I just needed to learn the paperwork part. Nice. So when did you when did you get that first transaction? Was it was it right off the, right off the bat? It wasn't. You know, it was um, January of '06, and you know, at the office they always um, discouraged you from um, making cold calls. You know, and they always warned me about the do not call list and <laughs> picking up the phone. So I was a little uh, reluctant. It took me six months to get my first closed deal back then. Huh. Was your second one soon to follow after that? Did it kind of just pick up from there? Or was it kind of a slow start getting all of those back to back? You know, it it was soon after that. And I really did get off to a good start. I think the following year in the company, believe it or not, I was number one in sales at our office my first uh, full year in the business. Huh. Oh, nice. Um, wow. Yeah. That was back in the day, and things certainly changed since then. Oh, yeah. What is one of the biggest things you've changed um, since back then? Do, do, do you uh, uh, do cold calling anymore since you said you discouraged? Did, actually, did you end up doing cold calling back then? I did. I knocked on doors up for sale by owners. And I just think, you know, the repetitiveness where the cute little things I would leave at people's doors and the phone calls. And um, I had more listings when I was new, to tell you the truth, than I do now. You know, it's a change of the market and that being, you know, uh, more a buyer's market, you know. Uh, So carried a lot more inventory at that time. Yeah. Speaking of changing in the market, 
How did COVID kind of affect your um, business when you were all shut down? Did you kind of have more time to just take a break or were you right at it still making those calls, trying to get the next person lined up? That's an interesting question. You know, uh, COVID hit our family pretty hard because I lost my mom a year ago, April to it. So that was, um, you know, before we even shut down in Michigan um, early on. So, you know, we were working from home quite a bit and I thought it was quite amazing what we could do Mm -hmm. with the Zoom, with the walkthroughs, you know, you guys helped us even tweak some pictures, I think at that time where um, for sale by owners were taking on their, or not for just Just um, sellers were taking their own. Um, you know, you manage to get through and uh, pivot with times. And I think we're still doing that. But I do think there's been um, a lot of good that has came out of it to uh, use technology um, to enhance the business to um, run around less. And I'm enjoying that running around less. Yeah, were you doing a lot of the Zoom calls for the walkthroughs when everything kind of opened back up? Or were you doing like a video call at all with the clients? Because I know for a while there was that period where you you couldn't walk through the home with everybody. So you probably could go, but the clients who were interested in the home could not. Yeah, and you know, I'm still using the Zoom as, mm-hmm. as a way of buyer consultations and sometimes with sellers, you know, they'll walk you through their homes even recommending uh, changes and things yeah. to prepare for. Do you have any advice that you could give to anybody starting out in the business today? Uh, be patient, persevere, take the pushy out of it and just take the, when they say be patient, uh, being pushy, just gotta take the P and be per- persistent and patient. Yeah. I know, like you mentioned when you first started too, you don't get always your first listing right off the bat. Like some people think you have to work for that and then it's going to take some time before you can get the ball rolling sometimes. It's not just immediate. So patience is huge. (laughs) And, you know, if you just always take care of the people, the paycheck does come, but people can't think about the commission. You just got to keep working away and, and it does come. I have a fellow right now, 10 months, been looking for a house and we're finally under contract. Oh, nice. that's exciting. Congratulations mm-hmm. to that seller or the buyer. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a long time though. That is. The long months. process of waiting and being patient. <laughs> I know um, kind of when you first started, you said it took a little bit to get the ball rolling, but compared to when you first started to now, you said that you maybe had more transactions to the get-go until now. How did that transition kind of work for you? Was well, it just the slowing or the, I kind the market? Of, I kept my other job for the first six years. So I okay. uh, I was working at behind the scenes. So when I was making a transition, I didn't let people know that I was still working full-time um, because I was uh, doing that on off time. So I, you know, had to get comfortable with the consistent income for the family because, yeah. um, you know, we, we do this business to benefit our families, right? Um, and 
you know, it's nice that when you make the transition to go full time, that you can give it your all and work mm -hmm. the hours and the times that you want and fine tune your own techniques and things. Yeah, absolutely. Over the last couple of years, what is the worst property you think you've been to? What is the worst showing? Does any, any of the ones stick out to you the most? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indecent exposure when I hit the uh, door with the clients. Um, you know, a bigger than um, Barbie doll taped to the door, enter with caution, COVID home. Um, I'm like, oh, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and you you know, during the weather conditions, you just have fun with that snow and ice and everything. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been in the home where the pipes have all froze? In the oh, winters? sure. Yeah. Sure. When I think about one of the worst properties that I've shown, it was actually a rental house and I ended up buying it. Um, oh, wow. I took this home down to the studs and there was dead cats in the home. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Did you end up flipping the house? You know what? It was in 08 and it was a bank foreclosure. And, you know, I have five investment properties. And to date, that's still my favorite uh, home. <laughs> nice. When did you start getting into the investment side of everything? You know, in 07, I remember we were, I was sitting in a business meeting and they were talking, you know, the market was different back in at that time. And, you know, they were talking about investment properties. And I'm thinking, I have no extra money for this. Like, I couldn't do this. And then you just listening to people's ideas on uh, where you do have money and that you can pull from and things. And you just, you know, look at your leaders that are doing it, give a little faith. and. Um, it just made sense. How many investment properties do you have today? Do you still have, did you say six of them? Well, there's six renters. There's five okay. roofs. One okay. of them is a duplex. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Nice. So, and I do enjoy that. I, I enjoy helping good people that need to rent. And I enjoy knowing the different, um, opportunities and Lansing that they have for lead-based paint programs and things to help communities and things too. Um, and I enjoy fixing up, fixing up homes. Yeah, that's fun, especially when you get to design them. Yeah, the one with the dead cats I took down to the studs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and rebuilt the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. The only thing that stayed was the windows. Oh, wow. Huh. Mm. Nice. Did you Literally. change the floor plan and everything of that home? I did. You know, sometimes different people, you get different people in there, they give you ideas. Mm -hmm. And it was only 620 square feet. So somebody gave me an idea of moving this, opening this, made a difference. And it's a yeah. cute little house. Nice. If you could yeah. start over today with all the knowledge that you have, is there anything that you do differently? You know what, I I just think you just got to have ambition, you know, get through all the no's 
and don't think that it comes easy. You just gotta keep working hard, chin up, chest out, and keep going. Yep. You know. Absolutely. Is there any business book that you've read that you could recommend to anybody starting out, or what is your favorite business book that you've read? I've always enjoyed um, a lot of John Maxwell's things, leadership, highly accessible people, but I enjoy going to more conferences and kind of watching people, shadowing people, um, podcasts and things too. So I'm not a big book reader. I've always liked when I've been at conferences and uh, somebody would speak and they'd give us the book and then I'd really be uh, jazzed. But I can't say that I'm one of those people that read books from start to finish. I'm not either. Perfectly fine. <laughs> I get yeah. started, then I get sidetracked and I put it down, then I pick it up months later. I'm like, oh, I never finished that. <laughs> I'm always hungry to learn, though. I'm always searching out different people, not necessarily from the area, um, just all over um, learning new ideas. Yeah, definitely. Before we go today, how can people get a hold of you? My cell phone is best because when people call, um, call me, they get me directly on my cell phone. That's awesome. Perfect. Is there... Uh... Um, anything else you want to share with everyone before we go? No, I mean, anything else you guys want to talk about? No, we should be good here. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey, guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.